Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Shar, 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 to all of you. It's really lovely in the Shire right now. It's, 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 in the Shire. Where I'm still quarantining myself. <laughs> and I've got my pot of gold. Uh, let's just have James do an Irish accent throughout the entire just, show. But I, the only thing I could say is Shire. What you're not seeing is that James has to put his little beveled hand on his hip. <laughs> While he does this, and I'm river dancing Shire. under the in the Shire. Ah, shar shar shar. River Shire. dancing. Well, you know, people are having to shah 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 shelter in place right now. So <laughs> very good. While it is a lovely day, it's a day that we actually celebrate more than most. I mean, in a different way than a lot of other people, because my wife and her family are Irish, so oh, very good. they get very very. I mean, my my wife gets uh, green carnations every year, oh, and very it's like. A car, it. yeah, it's a whole thing. And uh, actually, funny story: my 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 wife is adopted, and she got adopted on the 18th of March because her dad wanted one more St. Patrick's Day by himself without a kid. <laughs> that's kind of amazing. That's actually. how much he cares that's about how it. Much, wow! So he was like, he this year he was like, my St. Patrick's Day for the second time in my life has been. Is completely it, yeah, ruined. Has been completely ruined. <laughs> My child and this coronavirus. Exactly. I was really feeling uh, some kind of way this weekend because you know I used to live in Chicago and like I'd feel like second to Boston, nobody else does St. Patty's Day sure. like Chicago. And they didn't die the river. They told people to shelter in place, like stay home. No, do you think Chicagoans listened? Of course not. No, the uh, bars but... were packed. People were in green. They were all around each other. Really? And I have friends who will remain nameless, but who are out there like you know Instagramming this and putting it on their stories, or whatever. And I was like, oh, it looks so fun. Wait, wait, wait! You're well, not supposed to be doing that. No. What are you guys doing? So uh, you can just straight up not listen. Well, and still open up your bar. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, in Illinois, they hadn't closed the bars yet. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, so people so, are just making the choice to go to the bars because they have to close down. Correct. Okay, so I believe all of the bars have officially closed in this area of Los yes, Angeles, absolutely. correct? absolutely, yep. And shelter-in-place uh, orders have been given to six different counties in the Bay Area, so my family has now been ordered to not leave the house <laughs> except for oh, uh, to get essentials or to go on, hi- it says, hikes by yourself, which is great news for serial killers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just can like, go like uh, do research. Yeah, I just got to go hike by myself <laughs> by in the myself. woods to get out. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's um, a little scary. I'm starting to realize how, what a what a privilege and a joy it is to actually come in here every day. It's something, isn't it? Because while the idea of staying home all the time seems exciting and oh I don't have to change and everything like that I can just stay in my pajamas I can play some video games in between you know web conferences uh, day four and day five <laughs> have been really difficult for my wife oh, and I no. have been in a great mood because I still have been able to leave the uh-huh. house and have something like of a normal life going yes, on yes exactly so and I'm also starting to realize how much traffic has had an effect on my life because I don't have any traffic right now. Oh, I'm like so pressing nice. snooze a couple of times. <laughs> I'm like, I get, then I get to work in 40 minutes and I kind of wander around the halls and say, oh, I can stop and have this conversation. Uh-huh. Or, oh, six I'm, feet away, of course. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and then six. I have some time to, you know, a little extra time to prep for the show. I mean, it's I don't have to rush out the door mm-hmm. at the end of the show to, to, to beat traffic. I'm not trying to beat traffic all the time. Constantly, 
you're right. It's and a then really it, lovely thing. It is. And then it makes me kind of sad that I deal with it on a regular <laughs> basis. I'm like, man, that really makes my life a lot worse on any other given day. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. How are things going at the hospital? They, uh, well, well, the hospital is very interesting. So, you know, this I was there last time I was there was Friday. So I we did have a, a couple of days off. I was just checking. And at the time on Friday, it was cool. Like everyone was kind of okay. We we had one rule out individual uh, the, who we were ruling out for COVID nineteen on our unit. And here's the thing: sometimes this ha- and I work at literally a world class hospital, right? It's in, we're one of the ten best hospitals in the world, and blah blah blah. And we really are. But this guy's coughing and hacking <gasps> and just going at it. One of the staff members. No, no, a patient. Oh, a patient. Okay. And so we can all hear him in his room. And the team, he he wasn't on my team that I was helping care for him. But the other team had been there and they were had worn personal protective equipment and everything was fine. But they had ruled him out for everything but COVID nineteen. And so the nurse was like, "Shouldn't shouldn't we? Shouldn't we do a little test? Send this send this test." And then it was sort of, you know, it was a juxtaposition between what we're hearing on TV is, oh, there's, play, you know, there's a million, 1.9 million tests coming and testing's going to be fine and testing's easy even last Friday. And we were sort of, even at this world-class organization who now we're doing our own testing. Right. We were like, uh, okay, how does this work? Like, can he get tested? So we're at paging people and it was kind of a mess. And I was like, you know what? This is one patient right. on one unit. Explains Italy, doesn't it? Oh, man. And so now, and you know, this individual, he didn't get extra sick. I, you know, we every, we, so we all put on our N95s. We were, I sort of quarantined myself from my husband when I got home. Like I was like, you know, you never you're going to stay over there. Exactly. Now, later that night, they told us he ended up coming back negative, which is great. Good for him. Um, yes. But, and good for you. And, and good for me and, and everyone. Right. But now three days later, four days later, I'm I'm in contact with people who are there right now and they're like it's starting to get really juicy. It's it's getting really intense. The surgeons were are trying to get as many of their cases in as possible because there are both elective and non-elective procedures that need to happen and this is a huge hospital. So they're trying to get everything in. Well, now, you know, President Trump just on this conference this morning or this uh, what, what, what yeah, is it the, called? Yeah, the White House briefing. White House briefing this morning. Thank you. Words. Um, he's saying no more elective procedures whatsoever. Well, and this is not to to take this in sort of a wrong direction, but a lot of people don't realize that it's generally elective procedures that actually financially can keep a lot of hospitals going because most of the care that we provide that is required care. Um, doesn't pay enough from insurance companies to actually keep the doors open. So lots of ways that hospitals uh, stay open are these elective procedures. So then even with all of the hospitals being chock full of people needing care, that these elective procedures are still very needed in order to keep a hospital running? In order to keep even some large major academic institutions to to keep them running. And so, you know, the the specific finances of different hospitals vary a lot, but things like that are really going to start to have an impact. And now, you know, there's tents set up in the parking lot, like the ER is really chalked. It's getting a little bit crazy. So... We'll definitely uh, more juicy details about that coming up later <gasps> on in the show. Absolutely, yeah. We're sure. gonna we're gonna cover all the updates, all of the experiences James has had on the front lines of COVID nineteen. And I have a proposition for you. Uh, yes, yes, we are sheltering in place, but can we order our own shelter in places for people <laughs> that we really think should not go anywhere right now? I'll explain that when we get back. Drop the subject. The new channel cue. <laughs> Giving Jesse a hard time goes on and off the air, by the way. 
Um, we were sure just does. discussing. This is Allie and James, by the way, here with you on Drop the Subject. And the phone lines are open. We always want to hear from you, especially now. There is a lot of emotion going around. People are getting very stir-crazy. If you're at home right now listening on Alexa or Siri or Google or Cortana even, and you want to chat, Give us a call, 833-77-CALL-Q. That's 833-77-CALL-Q. If you have questions for James, he's a nurse practitioner at Ask the NP, and he can answer all the questions that he, I mean, at least according to the knowledge, the up-to-the-minute knowledge that, that we have right now. That we have, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you have any questions, uh, medical-related or no, or if you just want to talk and process some of this stuff, we are here for you. Again, 833-77-CALL-Q. We're just getting word that AMC Theaters has will close across the U.S. for up to 12 weeks, and Regal Cinemas are closing all theaters starting tomorrow until further notice. So um, what we were arguing about with Jesse off the air is he was saying no one goes to theaters anyway, and that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Jesse totally doesn't know true. who any celebrities are ever, so I can understand why someone like you would not want to go to the movies. Movies is getting a whole different resurgence, I think, because they are turning it into a more... not in, I don't want to say interactive, that's not the right word, but we went to the movies last time we went, there were leather seats, and mm. there was dinner mm. service, there was a little green, those cool little old-timey green lamps... There was like a menu. There was a Whoa, waitress. I get mean, out. yeah, they're turning the, some of these theaters into nice mm-hmm. high-end dining experiences, it's like a whole experience with yeah. the whole thing. And, I, well, I and think that's it, what it used to be was a big experience. Yeah, and you would. It was none of this like going in my juicy couture, like sweatpants and my bunny <laughs> slippers. Like you kind of, it was like flying, right? I feel like flying is totally gone that way too. Of like everyone just wears comfy clothes rather than it's sort of a thing. You get dressed up and you go do it and. I like because that because it's a privilege to be. It used totally. to be a big privilege to be able to go see a movie, and yeah. you. I mean, get, think about that movie, Annie. They had a whole damn song about going <laughs> to the movies. <laughs> they did have a whole damn song about going to the movies. That's right. And then they got all dressed up and they did all those little dances. Right. See, Jesse. See, people appreciate it. But the- you are so right about the airlines as well, mm-hmm. because when I was younger, I flew. Uh, standby because my stepdad worked for mm. the airlines, so we always had to dress up. Because oh, we nice. had you had we were to, sort of representing the the, the airline, the, and, yeah, the airline. So and you had to dress even nicer to get placed on the list for possible first class openings. So nice. yeah, so I always and there were situations where I would get there and forget that I had to wear it because you have you have to wear either socks or or pantyhose or something if you're a girl. <laughs> and I really, never so did. Great. Yeah, so I would have to go to the duty-free shop and get, and get, and get hose and put them on so that I could get into first. They were like, we got on first class. Go get some hose. Right, get, get some hose. Now yeah. run. But I would go and be all dressed up and see people in their sweatpants and I would be so angry uh-huh. because, yes, I understand you want to be comfortable if you're going to be on a really long flight, but if you're going from like LA to San Francisco and you look like you just got out of bed like you're still in public (laughs) correct like and there's so much paparazzi around and they just follow me everywhere I go like isn't this the same for everybody else camera ready hello you have to be camera ready no I've I don't know why I feel like this is a little bit of the old school in me where I've always been like I want to dress up a little bit except so I'll look nice like I just flew back home to Nebraska a few weeks ago like everyone's like why are you getting dressed up to fly to Nebraska but you're flying it's a whole experience it's a thing However, I'm that guy, and this I'm t- we're totally taking the conversation to a different place right now, yeah. but I'm that guy who will take off my shoes on an airplane. Oh, 
you know. <laughs> so I'll be it so is... nice. I'll have a jacket on. I'll have my like my good jeans, right? A shirt tucked in. I'll even wear cute shoes. Doesn't matter. But I take Does, my shoes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you just negated all of it. All of it, I know. By right? taking your shoes off. Isn't You're that so, guy. I'm told now I won't walk like walk around the plane with my shoes off or anything. Like I'm not that You're guy. You're not like doing yoga in the aisles. No, but I, a... like I don't know. My feet swell up sometimes. They hurt. Like, okay. You know? Are you did now do you take your socks off? No, no, I do not take my socks off. Okay. Now, have you ever had anybody look at you strangely? A- absolutely. And you still will Every single off. time. I Every guess, single time. Every, I, the, the only time, I guess the was only time. Was I ever one of them? I, <laughs> right. I have been looked at strange as uh, like international flights. Like we had like a 14 hour flight once or something to Europe. And at that time I was like, well, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm not putting these shoes on. <gasps> now it was also like 3 a.m. Everyone was sleeping, but there okay. was still that one person who woke up like one eye, right? Like, like glared at me. <laughs> over, oh, you're that guy with the shoes off. I don't think the, I think the only time I've ever done that was when I flew to China. Or I was mm-hmm. flying to Thailand, but mm-hmm. it was that 16-hour flight where nobody, all bets are off at that time. I think so, too. So, like, yeah. yeah. But uh, you you do one of the notoriously most hated things yeah. on an air, on uh-huh. an airplane. I, I'm and you just admitted sure. it live on the radio. I did. I'm for sure I'm on one of those like Instagram pages or whatever. There's like plane shaming or whatever they're called, like airline shaming. Yes. I'm, I'm for sure I'm one I'm of I'm an airline shamer. I would probably, if I was sitting next to you, I would be one of those people throwing you shade. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd be like, this guy took his damn shoes off and on that, the plane. Isn't that funny? I give people so much shade too for the other things that they do on the planes too. Yeah. But I'm, I'm the guy that takes my shoes off. But like, I would rather... I would rather have somebody take their shoes off than be a man spreading armchair hot hog. Oh, it's the worst. Or do you do that too? No, no, <laughs> I think it's horrible. I, and I'm a big dude, right? But I'm totally like scrunched up in my because I feel like that's what you if do. It, you just try and take flight. up as least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like let's all get along. It's, it's speaking of like everything going on in the world right now, I feel like if everybody just does a little bit. It's fine for me to be scrunched up a little bit for like an hour and a half, right? And no big deal. And if I'm flying any longer than that, I know I'm a big dude. I save my pennies and I upgrade my seat because I go. can't do it. But if these are short flights, you know, Vegas or something like whatever, yeah, I totally think you you have to just like cram in. And if everyone does a little bit, we're all comfortable. Just scrunch, just scrunch for the sake of it. All right, yeah. all right. Well, we completely sidetracked, <laughs> but it was an important conversation because James, in case you missed all of that, oh my God. takes his shoes I'm off so on much, airplanes. So much hate for this. What do you think of this? <laughs> at, uh, at DTS show, you can tweet your thoughts or you can call us at 833-77-CALL-Q. Maybe you want to confess something annoying that you do on an airplane too. We're here for you. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Alright, drop the subject with Allie and... No shoes, James. Shoeless James. <laughs> Shoeless James. <laughs> I, <laughs> that totally works. I I haven't even gone to Twitter or Instagram yet because I don't even want to see the hate that I am going to get. Oh, I haven't had a chance to look yet. Oh, I've just is... been glaring at you the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start taking my shoes off in the studio here. Oh, just no. <laughs> Take that. And I got some big old stinking sweaty feet, too. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only 10.38 a.m. Yeah. Hey. Pacific time. Uh, if you're just joining us, 
Uh, definitely check out the podcast because you missed a doozy. James Simmons announced on the air and admitted that he's one of those people that takes his shoes off on a plane. And oh, if you have man. something similarly annoying that you do on a plane, uh, you know, this is a very hot topic. A lot of people have very strong opinions about what you can and can't do on an airplane. And I know not a lot of you are on airplanes right now, but still, we'll talk about it nonetheless. So 833-77-CALL-Q if you want to give us your opinion. 833-77-CALL-Q. Now, Shelter-in-place orders have been issued for San Francisco, Santa Clara, San Mateo, Marin County, Contra Costa County, Alameda, and Santa Cruz. This includes my mom and my uh, in-laws and a lot of people that I know are now very frustrated that they can't leave the house unless it's for an emergency. But all of these mayors and governors are issuing shelters in places, you know, willy-nilly. Just wherever. Just wherever. And I'm thinking, why can't we issue our own shelter in places for people that we want to protect, regardless of where they live? I think this is a fantastic idea. Because what about certain people that you think of? Like when I heard that the Supreme Court was no longer hearing cases for the time being, I was like, thank God, we need Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) She's got to live forever. Shelter in place, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) I don't care what the county or the governor or the mayor is saying. Uh I am ordering you to shelter in place. (laughs) You stay your butt right there. She needs to be in a plastic bubble bubble until further further notice. And maybe we just like keep that going. Like oh yeah, indefinitely. Just indefinitely. Like the other day, I was saying I I love that we should cancel people in debates. And then the debate on Sunday night, I thought was amazing. I learned so much about both of these men because there were no people in the audience. So I think we continue this throughout the coronavirus virus crisis. Like Betty White, sorry, babe, you're you're Betty in a bubble. White. Absolutely, forever. You you are shelter in place <laughs> until further notice. Yep. I know that you want to be working. And I know that it's exciting that you're still working at 90, what is she, 98 now or 95? Something, something, yeah. You need to shelter in place. We need you for as long as possible. You're the only golden girl left. (laughs) You're the only one. I feel like she can work in a bubble. Like, True. quite literally. And she'd be like, well, I'm we'll just, sorry, I'm in this bubble right now. <laughs> but she'd make a joke about it. Yeah. And I feel like everyone would be like, oh, it's okay that this actor is in a bubble. Because it's Betty. And we just, we, we got to protect her. So exactly. It's fine. My other one would be Maggie Smith. 98. Oh, she's 98. Betty White is 98. Stop it. I love her. Oh, you said Dame Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Oh, she so is amazing. She's amazing and she's really old. <laughs> she so she really needs to old. also shelter in place. Uh, so what wow. people do you want to shelter in place? I mean my list is huge for this by the way. <laughs> I just like I was like, "Oh, we have to save these people and go on and on." So yeah, my- and you have more of a, a like you have more ability to do this because you're a nurse practitioner. <laughs> I can just tell people. I'm right. just an idiot with a microphone. These are NP orders. Uh, listen, uh, the first one that came to mind was Oprah. I'm like, <laughs> we we can't. And Je- producer just... Jesse was like, she's not old. It doesn't matter. We we need her. And Oprah, just don't go. Please stay in your mansion in Santa Barbara or Montecito, wherever it is. You have like, plenty to do. I think yeah. you've got one in Chicago. Right. Just go to one of the mansions. And stay your ass there. Um, Janet Mock. Who's Janet Mock? So Janet Mock is one of the biggest trans activists that we have. Oh, She's helped write, helps I've heard write of her. Yes, Pose. Yes, She's yes, written yes, a bunch yes, of yes, books. Yes, yes. She is literally ushering forward like the trans movement right now. And like all of everything in the Hollywood and all of that is on pause right now. But Janet Mock is going to like come out of this. And I'm like, okay, because who else? I mean, lots of other trans folks are doing this, but she's like leading the way. Like, you're, you're right. That's a great point. People who are advocates, who are on the, like, you know, they're they're making change and they're doing it right now. And like those people 
are few and far between, right? They so are. you need them to stick around. I the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> I'm not sure. By the way, shameless plug for the Dixie Chicks. Not shameless. I love them. They're great. They just came out with new music, by the way. I know you're home and and bored, so you should listen to their new single. It's called Gaslighter. It's amazing. <laughs> but, like, that's my music. Like, I gotta She's have my chicks. Meryl, Meryl, Meryl Streep. Okay, yeah, definitely some Meryl. Like, she Meryl's needs to be gotta stay in. Fort Knoxed. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Uh, absolutely. Stay inside. Uh-huh. C- um, Cicely Tyson. Sure. Margaret, <laughs> like, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Uh, yes, absolutely. The other one I came up with were the, the Obamas. Oh, my God. Don't go anywhere. Because I feel like <laughs> when we come out of this, maybe like Michelle's actually our best candidate for president. Oh, God. But she won't do it. I, I she think doesn't it's want coming. to. I think it's coming. But this she said why... in the book, James. I, mm, I, that was three years ago when she wrote the book. <laughs> I think after, now that she's had time to cool off. Now that now that she's chilled out, she sees what happens when you have bad leadership during a pandemic. She's like, "All right, let me step in." Yeah, I think so. So, uh, Michelle, Barack, wherever you are, stay there. Maggie, Betty, <laughs> shelter in place. Please. Our orders. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, well, it is St. Patrick's Day after all, and this is the only way to celebrate. Can yes. you can you do an Irish accent in Helen Hunt? Oh, or oh, Holly Hunter? Sorry, uh, Holly Hunter as as an Irish as lady. An I- as an Irish lady. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Saint Patrick's Day, and I I don't I don't know how to do Holly Hunter without her her Georgia accent. <laughs> I think this well, is if so you funny. could just stay inside, everyone, no, and, that, and get some corned beef and cabbage, there you go. That would be a good time for you. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. Uh, Holly Hunter's here, everybody. Oh, thank uh, you so much. Undrop the subject. That was good, Holly. I just want you all to be safe out there or in there. <laughs> now, rather. Holly sounds like Maggie Smith. She got, <laughs> she got old real fast. <laughs> I know. I think she's withering away and dying. Oh, all right. poor Holly. It is St. Patrick's Day, of course. A lot of you will not be able to get S-faced at the bars as you normally planned. But if you're smart, uh, like me, you picked up some Irish beer earlier in the week or in the weekend, over the weekend, and you can enjoy a nice tipple at home, or you can stop by... What (laughs) in the hell is happening? Okay, Jesse has just (laughs) taken out a wee flute... So that, and begun playing a jig. That creature dying in the background that you just heard? Was that Holly Hunter? <laughs> it was not Holly what Hunter dying. in it was God's name was that? Jesse pulling out a recorder. It's a practice bagpipe. Yeah, turn your mic on, bud. Okay, tur- yeah. yeah, you got to turn there your you mic go. on. There you go. Uh, okay, wait. Will you play just, I want you to play a little bit of that. Okay. So that is a, pr- a practice bagpipe. Practice just bagpipe. To, to be fair, to- I've only had two lessons. Okay, like so you hold on a minute. Taking lessons. You no, were... I did for two times. So you took two bagpipe <laughs> lessons and yes. then quit. Um, kind of, yeah. Was this a Groupon? No. Oh, excellent question. <laughs> it was like I <laughs> it was thought for sure a Groupon. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to lie. We all use Groupon, but and then it's I went okay. paintballing. <laughs> <And then, laughs> after I got a massage. Uh, yeah. So let's hear your late. So what is this a specific song? No, it's just. The hand exercise. This play, is just play, I don't know. Play baby, baby got back. <laughs> I can kind of hear it. Uh huh. 
Yeah. She was like, uh, right. it's just so big. My, my anaconda don't want. Can you ever do that in an Irish? <laughs> my anaconda don't want to go. <laughs> Unless you've got buns, hon. <laughs> Okay, well, this really went off the rails. <laughs> Completely took a turn. Um, I find it. I'm very excited and very happy that you brought that in. I think we should Agreed. do song requests throughout the show. Yeah, please. If you want Jesse to play something <laughs> on his little bagpipe, which, to be clear, we'll throw up a picture on Instagram and Twitter because you need to see this thing. It's literally just a stick I that th- has I holes think in I, it. Uh, Allie, if you can be real real careful talking about Jesse's little bagpipe. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> just, Sorry. Uh, you know. It's missing Just, the bag that's supposed... Okay, that's, never mind. goes with the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to see pictures of Jess's bagpipe, okay. by all means. His very skinny... Okay, you know uh-huh. what? I'm done talking wow. about the bagpipe. At DTS show, by the way, for requests uh, and pictures of Jesse's <clears throat> bagpipe. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Man, okay, we are going to give you an update on COVID-19 right now on Drop the Subject with Allie and James. There was another White House briefing this morning at around 8.30 Pacific time, and uh, Trump's task force ha- coordinator has said that millennials are the core group that will stop this virus. More on that in a minute. But they've given a, a little bit more information on the stimulus package, which may or may not include just handing out cash to Americans. <laughs> um I- I mean, I think this is pretty incredible that they're that this is what they're talking about. You know, initially, so this was from the White House briefing earlier today. They were initially talking about a tax credit to this. So Which that, I was great. I was like, awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Thank That's going to come in handy for everybody. Now what's happening is that, and this is, you know, I, I agree with this. Give credit where credit is due. So right now, we can talk about all the mistakes that maybe happened up until now, but right now, Donald Trump is saying we have to stimulate the economy immediately. We don't have time for everyone to file their taxes, get a tax credit, blah, 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 all of that. So he's saying we need to infuse actual cash into the hands of Americans immediately uh, within two weeks was the announcement today. Now, so the- someone's got to get a pen ready. <laughs> someone's got to start writing a lot of <laughs> checks. Write a lot. I mean, how many che- So you're going to send... Are we doing what Mitt Romney was suggesting, was to give $1,000 to every American? Correct. Now, so the specific amount has not been announced yet. Um, and and ch- I just forgot his name, but the chairman of the Fed was saying, okay, we don't know how much this is going to be yet. Like, we hold, everybody hold tight. We, we don't know what the amount is going to be, but they agree. And this White House Coronavirus Task Force is saying, yes, let's everyone, let's actually send people cash. Okay, so my only thing with this is... There are some people who need more cash than others. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I feel like I'm a pretty lucky participant in all of this where sure. I don't have coronavirus. I, I'm i still going to work. I'm not one of the many thousands and millions of people who are in jeopardy. Their jobs are in jeopardy as a result of this. And, you know, people who are flight attendants, people who work in the restaurant industry, mm-hmm. people who are gig economy folks, exactly. And, yeah. People mm-hmm. who are doing rideshare. Those are the people that really need, like, they literally need cash right now in order to pay for their rent and their medical bills yep. and things like that. So I would hope that even though if every American gets X amount of dollars, like, I want to know where I can just turn that around and give it to somebody give who it to somebody needs else. it. Well, and so Treasury Secre- Secretary Steve Mnuchin, who made this announcement earlier, was asked directly by one of the reporters in the room, does this mean everybody gets the same amount? Like, how does this work? And he said, you know, I think it's clear we don't need to send people who make a million dollars a year a check. But 
one of the ideas is we're going to preview today what that looks like, who gets what, and there'll be more details forthcoming with that. Okay. So that I, I makes think sense. That makes to, a lot of sense. Yeah, too. because it's like some hedge fund owner. He's like, cool, I'll put it in the pile here's, of my other checks. Here's my $1,200 that I don't hear, kids. Go buy some movies. You know, <laughs> exactly. like what? You know, there are others, some other really big, I think these could really be huge financial incentives that the, the administration is working on right now. Um, well, they're going to defer a million dollars in payments to the Internal Revenue Service for 90 days. So if you owe up to a million dollars to the IRS, they're going to defer those payments for 90 days now. Uh, what? Up to a million dollars? Yeah, apparently some people will owe individuals. Can, oh, a million can, dollars? Can oh, up to a million dollars. And for businesses, up to $10 million. Okay, businesses I can understand. Uh-huh. Who owes a million dollars other than like Warren Buffett? I, there are probably a lot of people who owe, owe a million dollars. Because if you think about it, you know, if you're, let's say it's a 30% tax rate. So that's there's there's lots of Americans right now who make thirty million dollars a year, and if they owe the government a million dollars, they get to defer. Oh, because that they now. don't get their t- they don't get their taxes taken out when they make their money. Yes, that's how uh, a lot of that works. Right? Uh, I see. So okay. the ten nine folks ten, who could ten ninety nine before now we can't in California. Okay, because if I owe the if I owe like a thousand dollars on taxes, I'm like you robbers. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to do with my life if i owe like three cents i'm like oh whatever thieves god i hate you all right a little Um, bit on the prisons and how transportation is being affected and then we can get into this aspect of younger people and how they're dealing with coronavirus and how they could be the biggest problem or the biggest solution to all of this so just quickly wanted to let you know that Ohio is, uh, they're starting to release people from jails in order to fight coronavirus. And Los Angeles is also releasing some inmates early and arresting fewer people because of coronavirus. Iran has temporarily freed 85,000 prisoners amid coronavirus. Temporarily. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say those people aren't coming back. Mm -hmm. Like, are they going to, after a few months, be like, all right, guys. Come on back. Oh, come on come back. On, come on back. <laughs> well, and these individuals probably have gone out. Like, let's be honest. These individuals have probably gone out, p- potentially made money. Right. Possibly found jobs, are contributing to the economy and, and society. Like, let you know, let's not be get it twisted here. People who commit a crime does not mean they are inherently always bad people, right? And they are always doing bad things. So if someone, particularly uh, individuals who, let's say there's so many individuals who are incarcerated in the country right now for like dealing weed, for instance. Sure, weed, everyone should be let off. Just, can, just, just go. Just let them out. In fact, that would be great if all 50 states just let, like if you had weed offenses. All the weed people. Out you go. Run free. That that would clear so many people. And, and I go deliver weed. We all like, need it. Oh my God, please. With For our mental health right now? Put Hello. them back to work. Yeah. But then- you have to have some kind of similar to handing everybody a thousand dollars. You can't just free everybody. Like you can't be like, all right, Ted Bundy, go on you. <laughs> like, like it needs Why to be some you? kind of a <laughs> filtration process there as well. Hey, uh, everybody just gets out. You know, the, the, uh, it's a random. It's a lottery. Uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> a random. Oh, I hope I get it. Oh gosh, I hope I get it. <laughs> William, what is his name? Uh, Gacy. Uh, she's like, oh, yay, <laughs> is he it was me. Still alive? I don't, I know. don't That's think crazy. so. Uh, Uber has suspended shared rides for now. R.I.P. Awkward conversation. And then e-scooters are off the streets. Oh, the horror! I mean, what is Santa Monica going to do? What are they going to do? They're just going to pretend they're going to ride on vi- invisible <laughs> ones. So, so let's talk about quickly. I know we blabbered on, and now we're running out of time. So we're going to spend a little time in the next break talking about this as well. But I wanted to get to this issue of younger people. Because 
because it's something that you're running into as a nurse practitioner. What's going on exactly? So, you know, I, I really liked that that Dr. Deborah Burks, who is on this White House Coronavirus Task Force, she keeps bringing this up about how young people can be both, and I'm going to use this word just for sake of conversation, but I know that's sort of problematic to use the word problem. But young people are part of the problem, but also can be the solution. So as, and I believe that millennials are now the second, first or second largest block of individuals alive in the United States right now. They're also, as Dr. Burks pointed out, the individuals who are still out and about. So when we talked earlier about how these individual uh, people were partying in Chicago for St. Patrick's Day, those are all millennial age people. More, well, some people are like, it's about 98 bucks to go to Hawaii right now. I'm right, going. Like, I'm going. And, and it's, some of it is the attitude of that age group. And I'm not saying it's good or bad, but some of that is just that that attitude of that age group. Some of it, though, is that that age group is being impacted so so much less. And so what we just know about human nature is that if this is not impacting you directly, you're not necessarily thinking about it. It's taking sort of another level of thinking to say, I'm going to have to sacrifice and do some things that are really uncomfortable and that I don't like doing for the betterment of a whole bunch of people I've never seen and probably never will and may never meet. And so what Dr. Burks is saying is that young individuals who can get COVID-19, they don't get really sick from it, and then they pass it on to others. Those individuals are the ones who are going to create this massive spread and have the peak, right, the curve that everyone's Mm -hmm. talking about, flatten the curve. If they keep going out, the curve's going to spike like we do not want it to, if they stay in, we can flatten the curve. Okay, so shelter in place, all millennials. Yeah, even the like, you know, I want to have my girlfriends over for wine night and play some games, and all 10 or 12 of us are going to come over on a Friday night. Ugh, and, make and, out and, parties, I know. <laughs> Canceled. Unbelievable. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. That's right, drop the subject with Allie and James. A little later in the show, we will get to Just the Tip Tuesday. We'll be sharing how to not look like a slob when you're web conferencing. A lot of people are going to be doing online meetings now, and there are some do's and don'ts. James knows about the don'ts very well. <laughs> Big and bad. Big and bad. <laughs> Ask the NP, the nice package. Shoeless James. We'll also be <laughs> shoeless James. We'll be talking to Dr. Jen as well about quarantining when you're in a relationship and quarantining with a family when you're all on different pages about how to quarantine yourselves and what to do when you're in close quarters for this, long uh, periods. I'm, it's really tremendous. I'm so excited to talk to Dr. Jen about this because this has come up a lot. A me lot too. of people have been asking this, like me personally, as well as like on Ask the NP. They've been like, okay, like my husband wants to do this, but I'm doing this. Or like my grown kids who are like 18 are trying to do this, but I'm doing, I'm like, yeah, this is a big issue. Yeah. She's going to have some great tips because she actually put an Instagram post yesterday with very specific um I guess just tips on on how to handle it and what to do as far as creating a schedule. So we'll talk to her about all that. But right now, let's discuss how all of the craziness right now might affect the 2020 election and the fact that all of us, when it really comes down to it, just want to drop the president. Drop the president. So technically, there was a there is a primary today. <laughs> you also gave me a little Minnesota in there, by the way. Technically, so technically there is a primary. So I mean, if you guys feel like voting for one of the two old crazy guys, you, <laughs> you can, can just go do on the do one that. on the left or the one on the right <laughs> or the one on the right. Just stay six feet apart when you go. <laughs> when you go, and I'll give you a nice bar for your troubles. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Happy St. Patty's Day. <laughs> I can just picture a soccer mom in Minnesota with 
like a, an ill-fitting green shirt and a giant <laughs> loaf of whatever she put in the oven with severe bob the, the super the angled bob super angled bob and one strip of like green dyed yeah that's like plastered down uh-huh. onto her forehead guys i got crazy cuz for St. Patrick's Day <laughs> i was dying the cookies and i just thought i'd use it to dye my hair just like a little eye twitch as well cuz she's been inside <laughs> with her kids this is my fifth recipe <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a special treat inside those cookies. <laughs> it's, it's called Valium. Uh, all right, let's get into... So there are five states that have already announced they're postponing their primaries. W- what are those states? And then we can talk about whether or not Trump even has the ability or would have the desire to delay the 2020 election in general. I mean, I think that would be really, really difficult. So the, the four states that, that were, are voting today were Florida, Ohio, Arizona, and Illinois. And we do know now that Ohio has closed their polls. They are not having elections today. Oh, they've opened their prison cells and closed their <laughs> and polls. And closed their polls. This is where we are at in the country right now, everybody. They join a list of five other, or four other states, excuse me, that have also postponed their primaries now. Georgia's uh, was next week, next Tuesday, March 24th. They've now moved it to May 19th. Kentucky was in May. They've moved it out to June. Louisiana uh, was April 4th. They've moved it to June 20th. Maryland was also April 28th, and they've moved it to June 2nd. And the interesting one on this list, by the way, is uh, who moved it to the 23rd? Kentucky. Because they're, what they're moving this to is there's this period where you have to have all of your elections done and your delegates delegates have to be in Uh before the Democratic National Convention. Uh, so that they can be counted in time. And there's a little bit of controversy about how close Kentucky has pushed their primary to the Democratic oh, National they're Convention. they're one of the last ones. They're I one of the last see. ones. Because I was thinking, oh, what's the big deal? We can just postpone it a few weeks or a mm-hmm. few couple of months. And what difference is it really going to make in November? But I didn't realize there were rules as far as being done with all of it by the by the National Convention. Absolutely. But and, then delay the National Convention. Just well, push everything so back. So there's talk about that as well. But then if we delay the National Convention, this delays the amount of time that the whoever the Democratic candidate's going to be has to campaign. And there's literally rules written about how much time they get versus an incumbent. So then I it goes see. on to the question of, do we then move, move the, election. the actual election? So it says, I mean, the, so... It's, it's an interesting headline. Can Trump use coronavirus to delay the 2020 election? It says, under our Constitution, the executive branch, which would be the president, right, mm-hmm. has no authority to delay, reschedule, or otherwise change a federal election, much less any of the remaining state primaries. On the other hand, Congress and the states do have the authority to do that. Congress has no authority over state elections or party primaries other than the requirements under federal statutes like the Voting Rights Act, la, 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 la. But when it comes to uh, setting the dates for political party primaries or general elections, including presidential primaries, they could technically vote on making a change to that. Yeah, it would actually take a change in a federal law. So legislation would have to be enacted and introduced in Congress. Congress would have to agree on that. Right. It would have to go to the president and, and have to sign off on it. Correct. The president would have to sign off on it and it could be challenged in the courts 
almost immediately. And then if it was challenged and, and up for appeal in the courts, it would be stalled and there would be no change. Does that make if sense? the courts are still in session. If the, cor- if the courts are still in session. So this oh would be a God. huge undertaking to actually move the general election. But yeah. you know, if it's going to work in Trump's favor, he's going to try. He's not going to, yeah, he's not someone who's like, that's not worth the trouble. Like, the new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. Okay, it's that time. News it or lose it. I've got three headlines. You've got a bell, James, and it's time to make some decisions. You ready? Do I ever have a bell? Yes, I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Headline number one. There is a new extension that Netflix is giving all of us so that we can watch shows with our friends. Oh, how cool. Yeah. Headline number two. Unfortunately, we've lost another great from The Carol Burnett Show. <gasps> no, you knew I was going to totally pick that because I love The Carol <laughs> Burnett Show. Oh, I'm, do- I'm going to do a sad bell. Oh, R.I.P. Uh, we'll get into that. And then sex workers face ruin amid virus fears and oh. brothel closures. Oh, okay. I've to- I have a friend who's a sex worker and I totally have like been like, what, dude, what are you doing? It's yeah. Like, this is tough. So, there are yeah. just so many different job markets that Number are- oh. Yes. We did all uh-huh. sex workers, See. Carol Burnett. Number sex workers, <laughs> Carol Burnett. It's next. So that's the number. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. Wow. I'm just reading about Lyle Wagner, who unfortunately mm. passed away. That's who it is. Yeah. Oh, no. At the age of 84. This is uh, Drop the Subject, by the way, with Allie and James. This is News It or Lose It. I got a three for three. We've got a lot to get through. Uh, we've got a lot to get through. So we'll start with Lyle Wagner, and then we'll head on to the Netflix party Chrome extension, and then we will move on to sex workers and how they might be facing ruin amid brothel closures due to the coronavirus. So... Lyle Wagner, he was a star on the Carol Burnett show. He was him and Tim Conway were oh so great God. on that show. So and funny. If you want stuff to watch at home, I would go into the vault of the Carol Burnett show 100%. in a heartbeat. One hundred percent. That is one of the few the DVDs that I have are so telling of what I actually <laughs> am like. I have like Best in Show, all of the Golden Girls, and all of the Carol Burnett show, and like Betty White's first show that she did before the. It's just like black and white movies and stuff. Anyway, um, so Lyle Wagner was really funny on that show, Uh, but I also didn't know this. So after he he went on to star in Wonder Woman in 1975, Mm -hmm. and then. He was also known as a major heartthrob and became the first male semi-nude centerfold for Playgirl magazine. What? I didn't know that either. Come on, Lyle. I know. Uh, It said around the same time, Lyle was busy founding Star Wagons, the company known for its customized trailers used in the entertainment business. So he did a lot of different things throughout his lifetime. But definitely, if if you're looking for more stuff to watch, check him out on The Carol Burnett Show. So funny. All right, speaking of watching things at home, you might be watching things alone, or you might be watching stuff with your significant other, and then you're like, I don't want to watch the same things as you. <laughs> I Please. Just, I want to watch what Carl's watching, my friend, and I can't see my friend Carl. Well, Netflix has already answered your prayers because that's how they do. 
a Netflix browser extension that could uh, let you chat with friends while self-isolating and watching shows. It is gaining renewed attention amid the coronavirus pandemic. Okay, so this was not created... Because, because of, this, of this, but it's it's now people are paying attention to it. Exactly. So a browser extension, it lets users chat with friends and watch shows together. It's called Netflix Party, and it lets multiple users watch any Netflix show at the same time. The extension received an update last week that added seven extra servers. <laughs> so because <laughs> they're gonna need it. Yeah. After starting, servers are having a hard time right now. I'm glad these ones are doing well. After start uh, starting to watch <laughs> a, a show, users can click the extension button to create a Netflix party before sharing a link to the party with people that they want to watch the show with. And also, it's got a little on top of it. It's got a little NP. That's another. Um, it does thing like nice package. What nurse, do you mean it has a nurse an- practitioner? Oh, on the on the on Chrome the little, extension? on the little Chrome extension, yeah, right it above says it. NP? It's a Netflix party. Oh, <laughs> oh sponsored Netflix party. by Get It NP <gasps> Netflix party, huh? Or they're just giving a shout out to James. They're like, I hey, babe, they are. nice package, buddy. Uh, <laughs> all right, we do have to get to this last story: sex workers facing ruin. It is really interesting how sex workers and the brothel industry is being affected by this, as 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 well as house cleaners and nannies. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that when we get back. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Drop the subject with Allie and James. We are here and in person. <laughs> we, we are live and in person, six feet away from yeah. each other. Are we time. six feet? No. Uh, this, <laughs> arm is, like, no. this arm is three feet. So your you arm know is, how long your arm is? Yeah. They used to measure us in basketball. Because oh. you have to have like your wingspan, right? So huh. I actually, my wingspan is actually, I'm 6'2", but my wingspan is like 6'6". Six, six. Whoa! So this is like three, but you got to count this, you know, uh, whatever. Your chesticles. My, my my chesticles. The girls are dropping a little bit too because <laughs> I haven't been going to the gym. I know. Lifting. I'm like, oh, they well, really are going to be boobs soon. You know, anyone who does online, I know a lot of people who are doing online classes now. Uh, there was a, a lady that we used to go to up in the Bay Area, which we miss her very much because we can't do classes with her. And now mm-hmm. she's doing online ones. And You're we're like, like like, oh, sweet. Perfect. Yeah. So sometimes it's kind of, I mean, I think trainers are really getting creative on how they can still uh, train people because the people want to go to the, they, they're like, I have time. I'm at home. Yes. I want to take an hour to exercise. I need it. Uh, yeah. And we're definitely going to talk about all the mental health aspects that go along with being at home and, and particularly quarantined with the same people. <gasps> For a really long time, and exercise is a super important part of that, but we're also going to talk about some other things you can do with Dr. Jen coming up in a little bit. Absolutely. Okay, so let's finish out this News It or Lose It with a a, a community that is being heavily affected by this, which you wouldn't normally think of, sex workers and anyone who's running a brothel. Particularly the article that I'm about to read is is from AP News, and they highlight one specific brothel in Berlin that's been active and busy for years and years and years and it's you know on a on any friday night at 7 p.m they're just kind of starting up they're opening up the brothel they're getting ready for their first customers Mm -hmm. they've got their little red light outside with their (laughs) body painting wiping the tables down making sure the lube's all filled up so yeah yeah, they even installed disinfectant dispensers at like right next to the two wash basins (laughs) that are inside the brothel um, but the owner is saying that over the past week, business has gone down by 50%. I'll bet, yeah. And yeah. on and then by Saturday, this past weekend, authorities pulled the plug entirely and made them close everything down. So now, you That's know, like crazy. they there are so many people that are out of work. It says that... Uh, 
estimated 100 to 200,000 sex workers in Germany where prostitution Whoa. was large, largely legalized almost 20 years ago, are now out of work because of this. Oh, my gosh. And uh, listen, there's only so much bandwidth for OnlyFans accounts, right? Or like private accounts just for fans, whatever. Yeah. There's only so many people that can subscribe to so many of these. And especially when there's places like Pornhub where people are going to get most of what they want for free. You know, I, I true, think this is, true. you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, just do what you do online. But there's something different about that interaction. And if it's just you alone, it's sort of different than an actual brothel space. You no, know? I know. It really makes you think about the importance of physical touch, right? Yeah. Because we are connecting with each other in a different way right now because we're being forced to Absolutely. but is it enough yeah. and and it kind of makes you think about the importance of actually being in a room with somebody versus being on a web conference or FaceTime or whatever just wanted to also quickly mention that some uh, quickly mentioned that some emergency funds have launched to help nannies and house cleaners oh, during awesome. the coronavirus pandemic cuz domestic workers are um among those who are the most at risk for contracting covid and they are some of the workers that are out of work right now because they are not being at like nannies. They're like, great. My kid doesn't have any school and I don't have any work. I don't have to go into work. So I don't need the nanny this so, week. Yep. And, and I'm so gonna send you home. Yeah. And house cleaner. Everyone spent all weekend cleaning already. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's almost exactly what we did. You know, but we talked about that this weekend. We have we have a woman who comes and helps us out just like once a month. But I was like, you know, hey, hubby, we need to pay her. And, and, you know, even though we're cleaning the house, we're going to pay her. I, there's actually a woman who manages this mangled thing on my face called a beard. And oh, I was like, like what? I can't I can't <laughs> Is there something under see there? her. You know what I mean? And in fact, in California, they're saying barbers and stylists need to close. I'm going to send her money anyway. Oh, like that's I just, nice. yeah. but I just, it's in my budget for this week, you know, to get my beard done. So I'm going to send her the money anyway, just because we got to do, I think, what we all can to kind of keep this economy afloat. Yeah, I know. We had, I mean, we definitely were out and about this weekend. We got our nails done. We did some things that we just didn't think we would be able to do in mm -hmm. the next couple of weeks. Um, and then we were feeling like, man, we're spending a lot of money, but we were like, this is good. We need to be giving people money Absolutely. for this stuff yeah, right now. Very much so. Uh, all right. We'll get into Just the Tip Tuesday at the top of the next hour. You're probably doing a lot of web conferencing and web meetings, okay? There are some do's and don'ts to this. How to not look like a slob when you're doing a web meeting. We'll get to that after this. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. A little later in the hour, we're going to talk to Dr. Jen about... Quarantining when you're in a relationship or when you have a family, when kids are involved. Oh, man. I can't even imagine. I mean, you've got a five-year-old who's bouncing off the walls anyway, <laughs> even when they do leave the house on a regular basis. <laughs> right. And she, I'm pretty sure Dr. Jen's been quarantined since last Thursday or something like that. Oh, so my gosh. she's probably developed her own system that's going to help uh -huh. a lot of you. So we will talk to her uh, after this next break. But first, I wanted to get into Just the Tip Tuesday when it comes to web conferencing. Of course, Just the Tip Tuesday is where we share tips, tricks, life hacks, things that are going to make life a little easier, even even though life is really tough it's right now. It's really kind of crazy right now. But oh, hopefully these will help. Yes, because a lot of people are web conferencing now who weren't before. Mm -hmm. Like, my wife and, I, and I've done a fair amount of video chats sure, or video conferencing. They've all been pretty casual. They're not with big corporations. But my wife knows a lot of the do's and don'ts just through trial and error. 
And, you know, things like what's happening in the background or, you know, things <laughs> like that. And I know you've done a fair amount of, a, a fa- fair amount of your own. A- absolutely. I actually one was of them just... pantsless. <laughs> right. Well, that, then that one, no one knew, thank God. I mean, now that I've told the whole world. But uh, literally yesterday, you know, I, was, I'm, I uh, work on this uh, organization where I'm a social media fellow for them. And I'm actually helping them get ready for a lot of advocacy that's going to happen on Capitol Hill around HIV and AIDS policy. And so yesterday was this big webinar. And it was great. It was like three hours long. And I was I was on to do a part about social media. So like teaching individuals who are 50 plus how to use Twitter and hashtags and all these things to reach out to their congresspeople. And I'm in the middle of teaching right at this point. And it, it's you know, I'm teaching 65 year olds how to use hashtags. Right. So just God imagine it. Right. You're doing God's work. I don't know. <laughs> There's all these people. Who on. has the patience for that? Seriously. And this one guy, the only guy not muted, gets up mid web conference goes to the bathroom no and he walks you can see his little phone he's on his phone you can see his phone and he walks in and you can see him and then it sets down and you see the ceiling of the bathroom oh no you hear him pee oh thank god it's number one i they would thank god right and then he washes his hands only for 10 seconds by the way <laughs> at least I, he washed his hands i mean at least he washed him and then he picks up the phone and he like goes back into his room the whole time and the moderator's like um um brian uh Brian, can you, can, can, Brian, can, you're, you're not muted. Can, oh, can you mute? no. Oh, my, and he's like, what? Super, super cute. Uh, well, What's a hashtag again? A great <laughs> first tip. Yeah, it, yes. Don't, if you're going to leave this your setup, just cancel. Like, can't you undo the camera? Yes. Most most platforms, Zoom, Google Hangouts, whatever, the kind of the typical ones, WebEx, you can mute both your audio and your video separately. So you can still be connected to the video conference if you have to pee real quick. Or, yeah, you can turn your video off but keep the audio on so you can hear but mute yourself. So yes. you can still go pee, but you still kind of know what's going on. Also, I mean, walking in on a, on a web meeting, because now the last few days I've been walking in on Katie in the middle of the web meeting. <laughs> in the background. And I want to like, be like, what's up? Yeah, yeah, but, but <laughs> hey. so I walk in and I just look at her and have this little moment of like can I can I speak is it muted because you have to check if it's muted before you talk you absolutely have to because inevitably inevitably you're not going to be muted the one time you talk a little s about the one person who's listening at that point in time or like this idiot has another question right and they're like actually Susan I do (laughs) I do and it's actually not a question it's more of a comment (laughs) that's the worst damn it Susan um okay Dress for success. That is the first on this list that I have in front of me. And it says, looking your best starts before you boot up your computer. It starts with getting dressed, taking your cues from the folks that you're meeting with, and dressing accordingly. Uh, accordingly, That's what experts advise. Your attire should be similar to what you would wear to an office meeting. It's, you know, your appearance still needs to be professional and reflect the, the organization that you work for. So just because you're in your house doesn't mean you're just wearing a ratty old t-shirt and... Because you're at home, <laughs> right? You still and have your to represent your company, and absolutely. And I think there's even some, uh, you know, I think it's really smart to like get up, take a shower, brush your teeth. Uh, you know, I think we talked about this last week. Put on shoes. It just it changes your mindset and puts you in this place of like, okay, I am working. And then also, you can undo those things at the end of these web conferences or your work day, yeah. so that you feel more at home, even though you've never actually left the house. Yeah. Um- there were several people when I was out and about shopping on, over the weekend. Several clerks said that people were buying up outfits for web conferencing like crazy. <laughs> They're like, I need outfits for web conferencing. For web... <laughs> um, Did they say it like that? I need yeah. Outfits for, for web, web conferencing. conferencing. Uh, control your environment. 
this is something, you know, I, the expert says I tell people to make sure that their spaces look professional, but personal and utilized. So it can't just be like a prison wall. <laughs> Right. It can't or, just be nothingness wah, wah. or like the ceiling corner <laughs> it, where it's just like angled so badly where it's like, it's like your up. neck up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you can just see the, the, the corner of the ceiling. <laughs> and there's like one prison light bulb hanging in the background. Like, <laughs> like where do you live? Like it needs to be clear that it's a house. But it also needs to be the best part of your house or the most flattering part of your house. Absolutely. And definitely move the dildos to the side. Yeah. uh, And I think that's that's the biggest part about control your environment. And you're not even going to see those things, right? Like people are going to be looking behind you most of the time. It's true. They're going to be because they want to peer in. We're all nosy. Yep. We all want to see inside your house. They have a picture example on this website that that has a picture of a woman. And they said the lighting is good. Like that's the other tip is that having good lighting is really important. If Mm -hmm. you're in a dark room, you just look like a serial killer so you know have something that has good lighting but then in the background there's a bathroom and a bathrobe and like diapers and like clutter <laughs> all behind her awesome. and like a hair set it's like so that's the kind of stuff where you don't want to look like a slob girl you're working from the kids room like what's what's going on here you exactly. know I think the other thing too really before we go the you know a lot of people will check their emails and their phone while they're on. But if you're on video, people can see that. That's and true. So it's just like if you were to just randomly start checking your email while someone was talking to you in person. Yeah. My my wife has caught some of her employees on different websites. And she's like, I can see what <laughs> I, you're doing. I see what you're doing. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's like a screen mirror. Okay. Absolutely. And then just mute the camera if you're going to do that. Yeah. You know? like, or yeah. mute the employee by firing them. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. All right, we're back on Drop the Subject with Allie and James Simmons. And of course, we need to get back to our regular tradition of having Dr. Jen on the phone every Tuesday. I've had I've had the pleasure of having you in studio in person and now you're quarantined, so I'll take what I can get. Exactly. I miss being by your side physically, but I'm there emotionally. I know, I know. And I think it's important to talk about what quarantining is like for families and couples right now because I don't know about you, but for me, it's it's kicking up a lot of dust, so to speak. You know, and I think it is. Look, I think a lot of couples who are trapped in their homes alone together are driving each other crazy already, and we've got a long road ahead of us. Exactly. It's like so, day three, right? Well, I mean, it's day four or five for you. Yeah, I mean, I took my kids out of school on Tuesday before their school opened, and I have been in quarantine since, self-quarantine since Thursday. And so how, I mean, people deal with being stir-crazy in completely different ways. Have you, have have your kids been getting stir-crazy, and what do you recommend for people who are dealing with this, dealing with kids at home that are rambunctious and want to be outside? Well, here's the key. Provide consistency and structure. What we do is every night, the night before, we go over the schedule the next day. Because, look, idle time is great for creative time. Like that, I think it's an important thing to have. But structure is crucial and making sure that your kids are knowing what they're doing. They have a sense of purpose, that they know what comes next, especially if you're working from home. Like me, I'm doing phone sessions from home and I can't over my kids who, um, you know, they're, they're 13. So, you know, I, people who have three-year-olds, five-year-olds are in a much tougher position. And, you know, this is a time when people who have relied on TV to entertain their kids are in the biggest trouble. It, because, you know, like when my kids were really little, you know, I'm that freak who was like, 
no TV until they, my kids didn't watch any TV until they were three and a half. So they were able to entertain themselves. I was able to give them a book or give them a toy and they could actually, they developed the ability to concentrate and entertain themselves. And I think for a lot of parents who have relied on media, this is going to be a time to help your kids develop those muscles, to put your toddler in their crib with a board book and let them sit it out on their own while you make business calls, while you write, while you do whatever it is that you are doing from home. The other thing besides making a daily schedule is find a balance of academic, creative, and physical activities. Kids need to burn off steam. Even if you are in a small apartment, you know what? Turn on YouTube, find a yoga class for kids, Mm. find a jump rope, like someone jump roping so that your kid can pull out their jump rope. Do something physical. Look at how much space you have and figure out what you can do and provide that for them. Do it with them. You know, we as adults shouldn't be stagnating either. We need to stay healthy, especially at a time when we can't have compromised immune systems. Also allow the kids some social time. And what I mean by social time is not going out to the mall. That is irresponsible. But instead, FaceTime with their friends, do some TikTok, do some some Instagram to talk on the phone, to reach out to relatives. You know, I'm as an adult doing that. I'm scheduling phone dates with friends. Like I had a girlfriend who was like, hey, do you want to go for a hike? And I was like, I love the offer, but I'm not leaving my house at all and having any contact with people. But I would love to plan a FaceTime date. Let's let's do kind of a dinner date on FaceTime. So huh. make sure that you as adults also have social interaction. You know, you and your wife are driving each other crazy because you're each other's only social interaction. <laughs> yes. Make a date with, with friends separately. Go into separate rooms of the house. One of you gets a living room, one gets a bedroom, and like, go have fun with a friend and then come back to each other because it's also nice to be able to come back and say, kind of like when you go to a dinner party, if you all stick together, you you have the same stories, you have the same information as opposed to when you come back to each other like, oh my God, listen to this crazy story this guy I met told me, this is wild, let, let me tell you. Right. That's really nice to be able to come back to your partner. Also come up with projects to work on. I'm going to be organizing my garage. <laughs> I should probably. I, yeah. I, I'm going to have to show that on social media. I, I'm also going to be cleaning out a clothes rack that I have in my office. I'm going like I, we've been working on a lot of projects. My girls have cleaned out their rooms. They've organized their bathrooms. Like we're they've done some art projects. Um, and then last but not least, have connected family time. The one thing that has been enjoyable and fun for us in this horrific frightening situation has been that it has brought us closer together, that we are the four of us are relying on each other for entertainment, connection, everything. So we've been having more family time together. We've been more focused. And I do think in the big picture, this is going to bring back family time. This is going to bring back a lot of sort of old fashioned stuff that no longer exists. I think it's also probably going to bring back a formality in our interactions after this that is different because I think we're going to keep more of a distance from each other, which is both good and bad. I think it's it's good in terms of respecting boundaries, but I think it's bad in terms of we do need physical touch and we need to have connection. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's just about finding the right balance, right? Yeah, absolutely. Those those boundaries really, it's hard to respect those, but also, you know, establish those without being mean, without being rude when you and yourself are very, you know, we're all a little cooped up right now, yeah. right? We're all getting a little crazy. And how do you navigate those boundaries um, without kind of pissing each other off? Yeah. 
And you're a touchy-feely guy. Yeah, I mean, hello. Right. And it's actually been really difficult because uh, like you, you know, Dr. Jen was saying, I, I, I need touch. I like touch. It's mm-hmm. part of the way I communicate and especially with my husband and we're just not really able to do it the same way. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. We're going to keep talking to you, Dr. Jen. We'll be right back. When we get back, we have questions about privacy when you're in close quarters <laughs> and a lot more of, uh, I think, just personal questions we have about our relationships. <laughs> we'll be right back. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. So, Dr. Jen, I think this is something that is really going to be on the minds of a lot of people right now. You know, we're quarantining and right now, the first few days, it feels really good to be home with our families and really close to each other all the time. And we know that that is going to change very, very quickly. So it's how- taking a turn now <laughs> already on day four or five. And we got a couple weeks left in this thing. How, how, Dr. Jen, do we do we make that, you know, set those boundaries? How do we say, OK, I need some private time, even though we literally cannot leave the same room for some people? Like, how does that work? work. Absolutely. That, you know, maybe taking your shower is your private space. Yeah. (laughs) And you take an extra long shower and maybe you bring your iPad in and you do a face mask while watching your favorite show. And and you kind of get yourself off the hook with your family. Say, you know what? Mom gets an hour of alone time right now. I need to put gas in the tank and I need to have that time by myself. So, you know, that is a really good option for people who have limited space and also kind of taking turns and being aware of our partners and being able to say, hey, you seem really burnt out. You seem really on edge. Why don't you go take the shower? Yes. Take your iPad. Like, (laughs) you go to the private space, depending on how small things are. But, you know, also taking turns with the kid and, you know, taking turns with the responsibilities. And, you know, I think one of the things that is is going to hit couples when it comes to tension first is that we there's a lot of things it takes to run a household laundry doing dishes taking out the trash like all the stuff that we still have to do despite being many of us in self-quarantine or most of us close to it now that they've closed bars and restaurants and everything else so it, really being able to um, look at your partner and say like hey you seem like you're pretty frazzled let I. What can I do to make things easier? Hey, why don't we watch? You pick the the movie we're going to watch tonight. Or hey, let's not watch the news for a few hours. Let's not let's let's have a a, a timeout on coronavirus for the next two hours. I would imagine that communication is really key during this because especially if you're on different pages with how you deal with a situation like this. Like yeah. I'm, I'm a little more chill about it, but I'm prepared. And my wife has been a little bit more like she's giving in sometimes to the panicky element just because when we went to the grocery store, that was very traumatic. So what do you do if you're on completely different pages as far as how you deal with a situation like a global pandemic? Have compassion. Really being able to look at your partner when they're freaking out because it can be really annoying when your partner's freaking out. But it gets less annoying when you look at it and you see them as a vulnerable person who's yeah. scared. Yeah. And being able to say like, oh, she's scared. And this is my chance to step in and be a hero. Being able to put my arms around her and say, I can see you're really scared. Let me give you a hug. I love you. That hug thing is so important. You know, I, I sometimes am not as much of a touchy person with my husband, interestingly. Oh, really? Who very much is like, he's someone who needs that and needs that craving. And I think sometimes even if he's not scared of like COVID for instance, he just, this, we're all stressed, right? And sometimes I think I just some like need to shut my mouth and just give him a hug, right? And just be like, we're cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like 
you go back to what's important, right? There are little irritators and little triggers that you might be experiencing when you're in the same quarters with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife had a little bit of a moment last night. But then <laughs> what kind of calmed us down was when I looked at her and I was like, honey, you've been in the house for five days. I get it. Right. Let's, yeah. So I, it kind I got of your back. We're cool. Right, Like, exactly. this is okay. This is, a, this is not a normal experience right now, you know. Thank you, Dr. Jen. And, uh, my pleasure. We'll set up a, maybe a FaceTime yoga session together. I would absolutely love that. <laughs> I hope I'll get you started on Peloton immediately. Oh, God. You know how no, I feel about no. my Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Jen. Be safe. Talk to you soon. When we get back, there are some people, believe it or not, who don't yet know about coronavirus. You are lying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, there are, there's one celebrity in particular and the cast of a show. Um, <laughs> it's pretty incredible. We'll get to that when we get back. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, drop the subject with Allie and James. And a little bit left for you today. If you miss anything, definitely want to download that podcast. You can download it on Radio.com if you have that app. I know you're probably downloading a lot of apps right now, so just add Radio.com to the list. Yeah, yeah, I love it. type in Drop the Subject and subscribe and rate and review. And you can also find us wherever you find your podcast. If you must listen to us elsewhere, that's fine. Just search for Drop the Subject wherever you find your podcast and we'll come right up. If you must. If you must. But they do love us to talk about that Radio.com. Okay. There, believe it or not, are a few people who still do not even know about the coronavirus. I, and I I really feel like this would actually have been a really fun game. We should have done this as a game or for our listeners. Like, who do you think, honestly, in the world still does not know about coronavirus right now? Well, the one that you found is actually a gene. Like, when you really think about it, you're like, of course. How would they, how would they know? Uh-huh. Because they're in a quarantine of their own. And it makes me think of like, okay, there have to be others, right? There have to be others like, like this. So Or like Aborigines. Yeah, right. Like, you people, know, like tribes and stuff yes. that are just doing their own damn thing. Legit. No, no lie. And these people that we continue to find like in the jungles, like we're finding new tribes as late as like last fall, right? Like new, right. new groups of individuals that we didn't know existed. Yeah. Or like weird doomsday preppers that are just always by themselves. <laughs> they live in their bunkers already. Ready? Yeah, and they've been quarantining since Y2K. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're still, they're like, I wonder how it's going out there, that, y, that Y2K. That yeah. 20, 20 years later. They're, they're <laughs> it's still, still going to happen. There's, hey, that, so, that was some damn good prepping. It really was. <laughs> 20 People years. People still have canned goods from that time, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah, and they're tasty. Mm. Mm. All right, so reveal who it is. So this is so interesting. The cast of German Germany's Big Brother. <laughs> is still unaware of the global coronavirus pandemic because they, listen, they've been cut off from reality. That's part of the reality TV show. They're filming right now. <laughs> they've been in isolation since February 6th. <laughs> oh my God, that's quite a while. Okay, so it's been about a month, a little over a month. There, there were. Now, there were some cast members who were added March 6th. Oh, so no. things had started ramped up, ramping up by them, but not to the level that things are now, right? That was uh, 11 days ago. And that was just before Germany's first death was reported of coronavirus. <gasps> so it was making news, but it wasn't making the news that it is now. I could just see the talking heads going, yeah, she came in and she was coughing, and I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. But all is. I know is I want to date her. Uh, and then later on, a lot of us are coughing. <laughs> we don't oh God, really know what's horrible. going on. I mean, that would be an amazing social experiment, right? Wouldn't you, it? You put people aside who theoretically did not have this, 
beforehand, and then you add people later on. <laughs> you add people who, that who have a horrible know. virus. <laughs> God, I hope that didn't that be... <laughs> happen. They're, yeah. they're actually, you know, it's funny. The show is actually facing a, a some mounting backlash on social media for actually keeping the cast in, in the dark. No, you got to. I think you, you gotta well, just keep going. So they did announce the the producers of Big Brother Germany did announce that they are are considering doing a special live episode of Big Brother where the cast will be informed about the pandemic. That could happen today <laughs> in front of them. So they're gonna televise. So live. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna and uh, the the cast will be informed about the pandem- pandemic and they'll be able to ask questions about the outbreak and potentially communicate with their relatives at that time uh. to make sure their relatives are okay. Germany. This is getting itchy in Germany. Germany's got 7,200 cases wow, right now. Wow, I didn't know they had that many. Yeah, and 17 deaths. Oh, my God. I want to watch that. I do, I absolutely do as well. That so is fantastic. So, guess what, guys? Everything's going super well over here. <laughs> Just a little announcement Just for a, you. Just a wee little announcement. 7,200 people have <laughs> tested positive for a virus that is now a national emergency and a global pandemic. Uh, uh, no. Carry on. Uh, ca- carry on. Our, our country is bordering us by the way are yeah. completely shut down yeah <laughs> so but enjoy the, the <laughs> anyway enjoy the brisket you you guys are doing great uh you are not alone by the way because ali you found this one i think this is fantastic if you had to pick everybody listening one celebrity one like, yeah like one i'll give i'll tell you it's a dude by yep. the way if you had to pick like one dude who was just like this guy has no freaking clue what's going on in the world by his own doing. Yep. So think about it for a minute. Mm-hmm. Think about somebody who would put himself in a 12-day silent meditation. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, and there's, get oh, out can, of it and be like, whoa. Uh, dude, what's going on? Because I sort of was like, when you first said this, I was like, I could see McConaughey. You know, he's sort of legendary for like living on a ranch, smoking a lot of weed, like just disappearing. I could see a Jeff Bridges totally. being like, yep. no way, I didn't know that. Even a Ke- Keanu Reeves. Ke- yeah, Keanu. He li- <laughs> lives in the hills here in LA. Yeah, and but then he would like come save everyone. Yeah, of course he would. Jared Leto. Of course, Jared <laughs> <laughs> uh, You guys. <laughs> Jared Leto <laughs> did a 12-day silent retreat, and oh, he man. said, he just got out, and he said, wow, 12 days ago, I began a silent meditation in the desert. We were totally isolated. No phone, no communication, etc. We had no idea what was happening outside the facility. We walked out yesterday into a very different world, one that's been changed forever. <laughs> Mind-blowing, to say the least. I'm getting messages from friends and family all around the globe and catching up on what's going on. So he said, hope you're, you and yours are okay, sending positive vibes to all. Stay inside <laughs> and stay safe. It's a- or just do a... Me- like, so this is a prime example of things that are isolating experiences, right? Big Brother or some kind of a silent retreat. Totally. Or, I mean, sometimes a cruise, but if one person's infected, <laughs> you're screwed. So some of these people are just coming out. I mean, anyone who's in a coma... Has no they, idea what's going no on. Idea what's going on? They're like, "Hey guys, are we cool?" They oh, still no. think Obama's president. <laughs> Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, a lot of people being asked to shelter in place, or some people are voluntarily doing this all over the country. And it seems as though right here at Entercom Studios, they are sheltering and placing the <laughs> floors here at Entercom right. because we have Randy Cardoon, our sports guy from upstairs at KNX. They won't let you come down here. Right now, I'm cringing under my desk. <laughs> That's still not good enough, Randy. Nope, I know. Have you said, well, they actually cleaned around here. That They actually brought in a cleaning crew over the weekend and cleaned the place up. So, 
Yeah, I, first time for everything. It, but yeah, no, it's it's looking okay. Yeah, yeah, we're in pretty good shape. We're lucky. So let's talk about what's going on in the NFL because a lot of announcements were just made as far as quarterback changes. Tom Brady is obviously the biggest headline. He has announced his departure from the Patriots. And how big is this for that team? What's their future going to be? And what's Tom Brady's future going to be? Well, as far as big, the guy was there 20 years. He threw for four, uh, 541 touchdowns, over 74,000 yards. Again, 20 years, nine Super Bowls. Six of them he won over that 20-year period. So obviously, he doesn't have anything to prove being with the Patriots. But what I think he does, he feels he kind of has something to prove. It's kind of like when Shaquille O'Neal left the Lakers mm-hmm. and Kobe wanted to prove he could win one without Shaq. And then Shaq ended up winning one without Kobe. And then Kobe really wanted to win one without Shaq, and eventually he did. So you get that feeling at 42 years of age, that's what Tom Brady wants to do. He wants to win one without Bill Belichick, without the Patriots. And uh, he decided to do it. And uh, apparently the Patriots probably would have matched any offer he wanted. But I think Brady really wanted a challenge. Well, and, I mean, I know that he's, yes, he's, won so many Super Bowls. He's got, you know, everyone says he's the GOAT, but he is a 42-year-old GOAT. So, I mean, how much are people going, when you think of a team that needs a great quarterback, do you think anybody's just going to pay any amount of money, or is his age a factor? Well, I think the age is a factor, but also he's in really, really good shape. And he has his own nutrition system, TB12. He's got all these training exercises that he does and his own little way of doing them. You know, the guy's in good shape. He hasn't had any serious injuries for a while. And if you're going to throw a bunch of money at a quarterback and you want to go the veteran route, why not throw $30 million at Tom Brady? You know, uh, I, maybe for a year. I, I, I think I agree with that to, to some degree, though. But I guess being the medical provider over here, I'm like, I don't care how old you are. You can only take so many hits. And while Tom has been legendarily pro- protected for the last 20 years, right, we get that. At the same time, this guy's been getting hit for 35 years, probably. Like, at some point, I don't care how good a shape you're in, you got to know you only have one or two years left. And if Tom knows this... He's got to go to a team that's ready built for a championship that maybe that won't was, take years to develop. Right, that yeah. was only missing a quarterback. And I mean, where is that? Where does he go? Absolutely. And right now, you look at the Chargers, you look at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Those are the two teams that everybody talks about with him. And I got to tell you, as, long, as much as I'd love him to come to LA and and help the Chargers inaugurate that new stadium, the SoFi Stadium, I got to say that Tampa Bay is better built right now to house Tom Brady. And so right now, what we've been doing most of the day is kind of watching uh, the reporters uh, along the networks and the like and what they're saying. And so far, we've seen a couple of reports that Tom is going to sign with Tampa Bay. We have yet to see any that say he's signing with the Chargers. So for the moment, and they don't have to really make notice of this until make it official until tomorrow about one o'clock Pacific time. Uh, it's appearing that Brady might very well go for Tampa Bay. Mm. But then I'm also reading on Deadline that Tom Brady is launching 199 Productions, which is some kind of a new content company to develop original content. So then that would make me think of L.A. Yeah, you would. I mean, especially because if you're going to work in L.A., even LeBron James had a production company and he operated it while he was playing in Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. But he eventually came here. 
so the next thing is, can Tom Brady run a production company from Tampa Bay? I, I'm guessing probably. Right. But, the, you know, how long is he going to play there? A couple of years? One year? If he goes out and somehow does very well with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he he can make it happen any way, any place he really wants to do it. And now, if he does go to Tampa Bay, that brings up the question, okay, who's going to come to the Chargers? Will they make a move? And Cam Newton is now the name that's been kind of trending around because uh, Newton, who says, I don't want to leave, has already been told by the team, no, no, go ahead, go find yourself a team that will trade for you and we'd love to send you packing so to speak so poor cam and then of course the guy that played for the chargers originally philip rivers just agreed to a one-year 25 million dollar deal with the colts and i know philip wanted two years so at this point he's taken what he can get yeah, I think so. Although I, I really actually feel like they really kind of need a slinger. They need a gunslinger, which Philip Rivers is known for in in Indianapolis right now. I think they were building that team around Andrew Luck, who was sort of just a more mobile uh, Philip Rivers before he retired. Yeah, so then he I, retired earlier yeah, than everyone thought. I actually think pissed. that's a that's a, a, a wise thing for you. Listen, I don't want to throw you off track, Randy. I'm going to give you a little bit of a heads up on this. I just sort of want your opinion. It's quite literally breaking news right now. There are four Brooklyn Nets players just. Uh, the team just announced that four of their players have tested positive for coronavirus. Um, and that's abs- by far the most people on one team. I know the Pistons' Christian Wood was also test uh, known to be positive, as well as Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell on the Jazz. Do you think this puts a bigger delay on when the NBA might might you know consider resuming play, or are they headed towards a, a path of not even finishing the season? Well, it's interesting because I'm just looking at the news release as you speak. Uh, one player is exhibiting symptoms, three are asymptomatic, which means they don't have any symptoms. So one player is exhibiting symptoms. You know, the interesting thing about that is, what was it, about a week ago, maybe a little more, they were playing the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you go back 10 days to 12 days uh, as far as checking out people who might be affected by others who are playing and that could be something now suddenly the Lakers are going to have to start worrying about is having their players tested. So they don't list who the players are as of yet, but uh, no, you're absolutely right. And this, this kind of throws a curveball to everybody because at this point we only thought three NBA players were involved, two on the Jazz and one uh, a kid uh, who on plays the for the Pistons, Pistons who grew yeah. up here in Southern California. Yeah. Mm, well, oh thank you. You're great as always, Randy Cardoon, and we'll see you in the parking lot. Uh, you got it. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. <laughs> Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. <laughs> uh, this is drop the subject. We're just we're just here to fill the time in between songs. Really, <laughs> that's a, really that's that's all we do. We're having our own little dance party here, like we, we did earlier. By the way, if you want to see said dance party, to Jesse's practice uh, bagpipe, <laughs> follow us at. DTS show on Instagram and Twitter, please, because um, I may or may not twerk. It is, yes, it is pleasing to the eye if. <laughs> Maybe not to the ear. Yeah. <laughs> but... I, I definitely highly re- re- recommend you check this out. It's all up on our Instagram at DTS show, and it is a real treat if you are looking for a little, a little, a little ditty, a little moment of St. Patrick's Day to take into your living room as you celebrate at home, I highly recommend checking it out. Okay, let's get into the conspiracy theories that are abundantly Uh. making the rounds. 
There are so many different ones. I know mm-hmm. you have one that has to do with technology. Oh, I have my. one that has to do with the U.S. government. There's also the Simpsons and Bill Gates kind of mixed into that. Where do we begin? Uh, actually, my favorite, by the way, which I think we've debunked, by the way, is that black people can't get coronavirus. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and ki- kids are still yeah, immune? Yeah, kids. Well, kids get it. They just seem to not get sick from it. Oh. So that's actually fact. That's true. Like we don't really have a lot of kiddos running around who've been sick from this. But I love that there are actually this like consortium of black doctors, several of whom like I know some of them casually. There are other like TV and on air media doctors. Right. They got together and literally penned a letter. And it was in the Philadelphia Inquirer, and it was like an op-ed piece, and it was like, "Stop saying that black people are are immune immune to oh, the no. coronavirus." This is it's it's crazy. So that's one. This one, ooh, <laughs> people have been trying to warn us about five G for years. This individual <gasps> tweeted. Petitions, organizations, studies. What we're going through is the effects of radiation. Listen, five G launched in China November first, two thousand nineteen. Then people dropped dead. <laughs> See attached- well, he's got a point. <laughs> See my IG stories for more. Oh, really? <laughs> this person tweeted this out to their 4.2 million followers on Twitter. Thank you very much, Carrie Hilson, for spreading the rumor that 5G is the cause of coronavirus. Oh, the- she, oh she's a singer. She's a singer. She did that... Um, the way I are with Timberland, she did a song with Kanye a few years ago too. Like, and and there are people like some of the younger folks like kind of stand Carrie Hilson. They like they're like all about her. She's got like a cult following kind of. She does. She doesn't. I mean, she has four point two million followers on Twitter. Good for her. But what is completely and absurdly irresponsible is that she is tweeting things out like this. There are so many conspiracy theories in general about the deadly levels of radiation that 5G might be exposing us to. And so lots of scientists are going around trying to debunk these theories. And that I don't know a lot about necessarily, but I I do know that there are literally the FCC and other organizations are not going to let technology that has certain levels of radiation be used to the public. And by the way, radiation doesn't cause viruses. Okay, that's as as a somebody who's about to get their doctorate, I trust you on that. But in <laughs> Carrie Hilson's fa- it, 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 to, to her point, Defend, she yeah. also tweeted, why do you think the virus is not happening in an Africa like that? It's not a 5G reason. Region. Oh, there may be a few bases there, but not as prevalent as other countries. Then she says, by the way, it has nothing to do with melanin for those theories. <laughs> oh, I see what oh, you... Oh, my wow. God. Like, look, come on, people. Well, what is the Simpsons one? So the Simpsons... Apparently, you know, the Simpsons are kind of known for predicting the yeah. future. Like, their episodes do this a lot. But interestingly, they, there was a Simpsons episode that predicted a virus that was going to be like a pandemic level virus and someone here's where it got out of control someone photoshopped in the words corona and virus on like a news clipping so like when ken what's his name is sitting down delivering the news on the simpsons in the background you know it's like chroma keyed in it says coronavirus someone sent that out it went viral and everyone's like oh the simpsons did it again they they predicted all of these different things donald trump being president and now they've predicted coronavirus and now the writer is all pissed off and just quickly before before, I know we have to, we have to get to news or lose it, but there is a prominent Chinese official who is promoting the conspiracy theory that the United States military brought the novel coronavirus to China and that it actually did not originate in the city of Wuhan. Oh, jeez. I kind of believe this one. <laughs> 
Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. Welcome back to Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. I am James, guest co-hosting with the fabulous, the talented, the lovely, Jesse. your Allie Johnson. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, James. Give me that paperback. You're right. right. <laughs> hey, you can Venmo me. So, uh, news it or lose it. I got three stars there, and I think I'm going to win. You're going to news all of these. Number one. Everywhere you can get free and cheap food today for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I I wonder if they're still open. I'll news (laughs) it to find out. We hope so, right? Uh, Next headline. 17-year-old creates site to track coronavirus, and millions of people, including governments, are using it. Oh, Lord. You know, I hesitate with these stories because it makes me feel so bad about myself, (laughs) but I will news it. Right. What were you doing at 17? Uh, And finally... Good friend of the station and show, RuPaul, called out for fracking on Wyoming Ranch. <gasps> and that's not a gay term, right? It's actual fracking? No, it's actual <laughs> fracking. Okay, and I will news it. It's a three for three. The You're about to see the number of the day is three. So that's the number. Yes, that's the number. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. We've got three stories in three minutes. Oh, God. Uh, Ready? Crap. Here we go. Listen. Oh, crap. Oh, God. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, so, Allie and I, by the way, just so everyone knows, have found out that we both like absolutely love lots of the same movies, but in particular, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Which Top three. I think. Correct. Is one of the my fa- three favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Uh, listen, three things I'm also a fan of. Everywhere you can get free and cheap food today for St. Patrick's Day, Allie. This is huge. Okay, great. Safeway. You're like, wait. And Albertsons. <laughs> right, no, not grocery stores. Oh, okay. Uh, so listen, the parades, large celebrations, things have been canceled, but that doesn't mean you can't find smaller ways to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. We're being serenaded by Jesse's practice bag during like this as well. I'm looking for what, is Holly Hunter still dying in the corner? Like, what is going on? And then I see that it's Jesse. I love that Jesse still plays when he moves into the corner so that you can't really hear it that much. We're like, it's way in the background. Uh, While the bad Holly Hunter bagpiping goes on in the background, a Jamba Juice, Hooters... Hooters? Hooters? My wife's parents went to Hooters yesterday. We're like, go home. What are you doing? (laughs) Why why are you at Hooters? But I guess... People are gonna go to Hooters to get. I mean, I Listen. if any, I thought it was all California. No, not all. Just if you're a restaurant, you can stay open. But the bars, but if I, it's just a bar, it's I closed. think they're so. No, I think restaurants are also supposed to be closed, just doing takeout and delivery. So Hooters, so you can get right. a discount by just getting takeaway. I, apparently, so maybe they just stood outside for the chicken wings. I don't know. <laughs> but there, there's other Jack in the Box, Tim Hortons, Applebee's. Oh no. <laughs> Everyone's at Ch- Chipotle. Applebee's it? should just be giving away free food at this point. 
<laughs> I don't think they should be charging oh, for what sponsored, sponsored by Applebee's. <laughs> well, there are a few uh, places that I really have no problem crapping on, and, Apple, and Ap- Applebee's is one of them. Applebee's is one of them. Listen, all right, I got what, 60 seconds to do two stories ah, here. Sorry. So listen, a 17-year-old created a site to track coronavirus, and millions of people, including government agencies, are using it. This is great. This kid said, I mainly wanted to create something that would show the data as accurately as possible, because mm. there has been a lot of misinformation. Oh, well, great. You're so, 17, and I I don't know most 33-year-olds right. that are saying the same thing. Like, this is crazy. So uh, listen, the site collects data from various sources, like local health departments, it then cross-checks that data with the World Health Organization what? and the CDC. So he gets his data ultimately verified by the two big organizations that are verifying all of this data. And then he publishes it and it updates every 10 minutes. So it's like a live map, sort of like you check a traffic map. That's, every 10 minutes it refreshes and tells exactly you. exactly what it's like. Yep. NCOV2019.live. NCOV? Yeah, like novel coronavirus oh. and ncov someone took it probably wasn't anyway avi schiffman is the guy's name and finally last but not least we got to be nice friend By the way, of just, the channel i just want to say we're going to tweet out the link to that oh we I, are, want, yes. I definitely want to make sure because you guys got to look at this i mean i'm using it it's it's like amazing so rupaul was interviewing NPR, and they're just going on Terry Gross, by the way, on NPR. We Fresh love Terry air. Fresh air, Terry Gross. And talking about how RuPaul and his husband own a ranch in Wyoming, in South Dakota. I guess it's like the border or something. And they just allow fracking to go on in their <gasps> ranch. And RuPaul just said this, like, very casually. And Twitter is having a field day he with it. He pisses him. people off a lot, doesn't he? A lot lately. The transgender comments about, you know, transgender individuals on yeah. the show. Like, as much as we love RuPaul, and RuPaul's done everything for the community. Am I wrong in thinking that he also said com- some things that were sort of anti-black? Uh, uh, he has at times, I can't remember specifically what, what he said, but it's something about black contestants, I think, or something about that. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. RuPaul, what the, what the F? I don't know what's going on. I don't. Hi, RuPaul. Sashay away. Fracking's bad. Bad. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. And the show is slowly drawing to a close. (laughs) The clock is ticking. Oh, it's over. Oh. This is dropped. Hello. Hey. <laughs> okay, we're on. Uh, this is dropped the subject with Allie and James. Unfortunately, we're running out of time here, but if you've missed anything, definitely check out the podcast. We put it out every day, if Jesse remembers. And that's where you can really catch up on all things show related, where you may have missed uh, some of the things that we discussed on the show today, like the Just the Tip Tuesday topic, which is how to not look like an idiot during web meetings. Also, we had a great conversation with Dr. Jen about how to be in a couple or a fam- be, you know have a family with kids and deal with being quarantined for a week plus because some people have been quarantined for that long so far and probably have another couple weeks to go. It's totally fine being with the same person 24-7 <laughs> for a week. I'm doing great. I don't know what you're talking about. That's great. So oh, if God. you need any tips to keep you sane, we've got you covered. Just download the podcast and you can catch up. I'm sh- assuming you have a little more time to listen than normal. You have no excuses this time. All right. Now it is time for some happy endings. And this is some new happy endings music. <laughs> Ina Boyle. This is an Irish lass by Awi Lassie. Awi Lass named Ina Boyle. Thought we'd 
Jesse really wanted to highlight. Oh, thanks uh, for the abrupt ending. And Irish, that was great. Jesus Christ. I'm so. Fade it out. (laughs) All right. Do you want to play that again? How long was that? Was that 10 seconds? (laughs) Get us a little. uh... Oh, there we go. This is like ASMR music, sort of in the background. It's like, now everyone can take your nap. I feel like I'm seeing Virginia Woolf make out with that chick, Vita. I did watch that movie recently. (laughs) Called Virginia Woolf Makes Out with That Chick. Yeah, I think it's also called Vita in Virginia. But yeah, yes. there you go. Yeah, yeah. I think there the I think the when they sent it to me, it was called that. Yeah, a little, little hot there, Jesse. Little hot. <laughs> Come on, bring it down. Just a little bit. <laughs> I feel like we haven't given Jesse hard enough time. All right. Time. So anyway, um, hey. still, what's, what's still live on the radio what, here, Jesse? What's your happy ending? <laughs> um, I had two actually, but I'm gonna go with one because we're running out of time. Great. We may not have been able. To go out and celebrate St. Patrick's Day with parades and celebrations today and get schnockered on green beer and beads and the like, but... And beads. <laughs> and, be- and beads, green beads, right, of course. Mm. Um, but at least we had our eardrums pierced by Jesse <sighs> serenading us with a fake Scottish bagpipe. Yeah, you know, it's the next <laughs> best thing. There's flogging Molly... And then there's flogging the airwaves with awful practice <laughs> bagpipe music. Practice bagpipe from the wrong country. Yeah, but but you did correct yourself, Jesse, off the air and say that there are some bagpipe Irish tunes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like three. <laughs> yeah, not enough to really warrant the choice that you made, but, uh, but yeah. excuse the it was, choice. It was a good try, though. Mm-hmm. Do you have a happy ending? Yeah, so I... <laughs> no, no, I don't know. Never mind, bye. What? Oh, Are you giving you gotta, up on your happy ending? You gotta ending? try a little bit. You're giving up. Yeah, okay, oh, then okay. I, I sentence you to play the the bagpipe again. Rest. Go well, on. While Allie, whilst Allie gives her um, happy ending, we have some fake practice bagpipe music. Not fake, real practice bagpipe music going on. Play, Jester! From none other than, <laughs> than, than producer Jesse Blackburn. Play, <laughs> Allie, Allie, do you want to leave the folks with something in the world full of turmoil right now and bag fake bab bad fake bagpipe playing? That's Say that tough. four times fast. Yeah. Please leave us with something happy. I will. Thank you, James. The cast of German Big Brother might still not know about coronavirus. But on the bright side, when they do find out, it won't be the worst thing that's ever happened in Germany. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> so, there's that. On, on that note. <laughs> Danke. Don't, don't forget to download the podcast. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Drop the subject to new Channel Q.